Great news, everyone. Fictional Reality is now able to offer a discount at checkout for an awesome virtual tabletop program that we have used for years, even before the podcast began. It's called Arkenforge. We have mentioned it time and time again on the show for its easy-to-use map-making, ambience and sound effect integration, and even its campaign tracking aspects. And now we can really spread the love to you. Use keyword FICREAL, that's F-I-C-R-E-A-L, at checkout and save yourself some gold. At arkenforge.com, they offer a 30-day free trial and have deals on bundles happening all the time. Treat yourself and your players to some high-quality audio visuals, whether you're in the deep, dark dungeon, sloshing your way through slimy sewers, visiting bustling city streets, sailing the high seas, cruising a neon metropolis, navigating the stars, or surviving the wasteland. You can make fiction a reality with Arkenforge. So don't hesitate to go see for yourself, and remember to use keyword FICREAL before checking out, and tell them Brackish and Haplo sent you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Braction Haplo's Fictional Reality. Reality, reality, reality. <laughs> I'm Haplo of Samsara, Assassin to the Stars. And I'm the Bruiser Brackish Kev. And we're back with some Duper Pulowski in your face. <laughs> Playing... Oh, gee whiz. Oh, no. <laughs> Duper. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> Been playing uh, Fallout 2D20 by Modifius Entertainment for a while now and having a lot of fun with it. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting back into Duper's storyline here. It's uh, been a couple weeks since you guys probably listened, being that we are alternating between the online stream game on Twitch and YouTube and this one here kind of a home game between just me and Brackish, which is always kind of a, a different way to play these sorts of games. <laughs> Favorite, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah, we have a great fucking time just bouncing back and forth. So I guess that is to say, like, if you and only one other friend out there get to play, like, this is a chance to kind of figure out how other people do it. Yeah, and it's nice to throw like a new uh, PC in there for whoever's DMing to join into the game as well. And you kind of have to have a better back and forth. But yeah, yeah I really enjoy this. Yeah, we have a couple uh, ways about. You know, yes or no mechanics, which you may have heard of in the past with our fate chart that we like to dabble in. We also, so we're recording this one to drop on YouTube later, you know, down the road of maybe practice my video editing skills or maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll get brackets to do it. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. Uh, uh, well, we, we have the fate chart, but you've probably heard me refer to it as the chaos theory. Yeah, cause... maybe we should just start calling it that. Because <laughs> I really like just, that because it adds it. chaos. <laughs> yeah. The more you increase the likelihood that you get a yes, the more chaotic your game can be and i like that yeah it's 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 super good way to get around some of those uh hard to answer questions as a dm that uh, might not have everything prepped in the world that exists you know it's hard yeah. to do everything and the players throw you curveballs all day long so yeah that's something that you could uh look into doing but anyway we are playing duper Pulowski as he travels across the canadian wasteland close to a major city that is now referred to as Deadmonton. <laughs> but he is in the urban areas to this to this location. Now, 
we can jump right into this, or is there any other announcements we want to want to talk about? I just want to really thank everybody for downloading this content. There's been uh, quite an explosion, so apparently we're putting out something people are liking, yeah. and uh, yeah, just uh, very humbling to see that finally a lot of people are downloading it and yeah. uh, getting yeah. a taste of what fictional reality can bring to the table. Yeah, that's true. It took a bit of a grind, I'll say that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, yeah uh, for sure. But once it catches fire, like... We're hoping that we can just continue to deliver stuff. And I mean, offering it for free, we want to find other ways other than Patreons and stuff like that to continue delivering. Maybe one day we might need one, but like, you know, I mean, we got full-time jobs. We ain't no slouches. We can afford some <laughs> some hobbies and yeah. stuff. So we uh, have a great time doing it. But yeah, like Ark and Forge is our best way for you to support, support the stream and beef up your own stuff. Like during all these episodes, you're hearing the ambient sounds that'll be put in the background are powered by Ark and Forge. They have a ton of assets in there. It's a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have a good time. <laughs> but yeah, if you use keyword FICREAL at checkout, uh, F-I-C-R-E-A-L, then you can save some money. And then in turn, we get a little bit of cash. I mm -hmm. mean, as long as PayPal doesn't take it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, brutal, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> but yeah, no, Braggers is right. We've been having a, a good explosion in, in downloads and um, other people enjoying the stream content and stuff. And, and even subscriptions and stuff like that when you go onto the streams too. So like uh, that, that's been helping us out a little bit as well. So if you like what you're hearing, you can also like what you're seeing. It won't have all the sound effects and heavily edited uh, stuff. To, I'm not say heavily edited, but all the noises <laughs> and stuff like that obviously won't be a part of it. We do have some triggered noises and, and uh, stuff that you can manipulate on that stream. So if you like what you're hearing, you might like what you're seeing. Go in there and follow, subscribe. Yeah, I love those drops. Those drops are fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking do it! Put, Put you through that, that fucking wall! wall. <laughs> yeah, so there's shit to play with there. But uh, other than that, yeah, thank you so much. Yep, thank you. Let's get into some reek. No, 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 we got a character uh, level ups to do first. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Which is very simple in uh, this modifious game here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you want to speak to it? Yeah, sure. So each time your level increases, you gain the following benefits. Max health, one. Choose a skill to increase by one and gain a single perk. Ooh, you only get one point put in there for skills? Oh, I thought it was like three or something. Hmm. Up to a maximum of six. Oh, right, yeah, because any given skill can't have more than six points in it. Yeah. So you choose one skill to increase by one rank, and I gain a single perk. Yeah, the perks are where it's at. Totally, totally. And they have so, the same sort of limitations. Let me and, get my glasses on. What, what would I like to be better in? What have I been practicing? <laughs> What's your HP sitting at right now? Uh, my maximum HP is 13. My current is 11. So that 13 is turning into a 14 to start with. Oh, good luck killing me now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't catch me now. <laughs> you barely survived last time. And what kind of skill? And like to, to add to uh, duper leveling up, we can go after uh, his newly acquired party member after him as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, what skill are you gonna throw a point into i mean i think i'm gonna maintain my tagged skills because even with them i've been failing and almost dying <laughs> so i've got for tag skills i've got uh lockpick sneak and survival and i think along with my perk i want to jack up my sneak so i could go into survival for my skill and bump that up to an 11 we gotta crank that up to an 11 <laughs> you know in the skill you're just gonna <laughs> yeah 
He means to say four, not 11, but... <laughs> well, because it's mixed with my endurance. So oh, instead of I being see. a 10 that I'm aiming for for my TN, our target oh, number, I now see. my survival is an 11. Right, like, great. That's why I wrote all those numbers down for oh, quick reference. Oh, smart, smart, smart. Yeah, because we're combining the attributed uh, attribute to the skill, and that's what he's talking about when yeah. he says that. <laughs> Crank 11. it up to an 11. <laughs> that's my first one over 10, I think, in either game. Oh, nice, nice. Because you're playing uh, Mr. Handy in the other one, Clank. Yeah. He's been a he's been a treat, <laughs> taking a cop's badge and just doing everything. Um, cool, cool. So with uh, sorry, you said survival was going up. Yeah, survival was going up, and then I was uh, aiming for a, a perk that would increase my sneak. So I uh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's called Ghost. Ooh, Ghost. With a rank of only one, the requirements are perception of five and agility of six. Whenever you attempt an agility plus sneak test in Shadows or Darkness, the first additional d20 you buy is free. The normal maximum of 5d20 still applies. Sweet, sweet. Nice so for when free. I sneak, basically, in the shadows, though. So in the shadows or darkness. Oh, so it's like when you're in, like you're sneaking amongst the darkness, that's when it kicks in, not just sneaking. Yeah, or in the shadows, I feel like I have to have something to hide behind. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wonder if the grasses of Alberta here is <laughs> play into it. Play into it. Lay on the ground. Yeah. I mean, it gets dark in the thick weed. Yeah, totally, totally. I think that'll apply. Sweet. Okay, perfect. So, ghost. And it sounds like a cool one. Rat a tat tat as you shoot your laser rifle from the darkness like a sniper. Well, there is only one rank in it as well, so it is one of those ones that if there was two levels, it would be overpowered for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting two free D20s would be, yeah, pretty huge. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, well, with Duper picking what he's going to be, and I mean, Duper, like, you have been probably doing that all your life ever since like escaping maybe do you think you started in the city in your lifetime or like do you think you were a rural person? like a colony rural okay um almost like a farm or something that he had i don't know why i always go to a farm with this but i just feel yeah. like everybody's got to grow something or you're not going to survive right? right or you're right. scavenging yep yep so i think he went from being in a colony semi-happy childhood to everybody's dead i'm on my own gotta make my way right and took, so. took those, do you think he took those farming skills, or do you think he was too young to pick up much? Probably young, but he probably likes to think of himself as that. I'm just like my dad. <laughs> He's always know? got, yeah. like, grass in his <laughs> mouth like a yeah. farmer. Yeah. <laughs> Big glasses that he never can afford to repair, just yeah. like a farmer. <laughs> I'm starting to imagine his dad as, like, that techie farmer, too, like that future farmer where he's more... Had all the robots and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, more into that stuff, and that's why he has this, this aged... Uh, uh, the four crank capacitor oh la yeah laser musket of the, sorts. yeah the laser musket that's what it was <laughs> sweet sweet so as you have acquired this new party member mr uh a decommissioned mr gutsy who is uh likely be referred to as mr woodman or just woodman it's fine too he uh also gets the level up because last we left off you two did away with a, a a huge dam created by these rad beavers that were uh, cutting down the forest left and right. And Woodman, he didn't want 
to see that. He said he's there to keep the balance in the forest. And that's, you know, what his programming is kind of guiding him to do. So you helped him out. And then by the end of it, he decided to, to join you and thought it would be sweet to uh, venture out a little bit as long as he could get back to the forest to uh, continue his work after all said and done. But he gets the level up as well. So his H, current HP was at 10. And so he's a little little weaker that way than you, but now at 11. And some of his tag skills to add to those, he has big guns, uh, small guns, and sneak as well. Is there anything Duper would want otherwise, other than tag skills to increase? Actually, his small guns are maxed out. Oh, really? Eh? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, like, his uh, hunting rifle skill and stuff is pretty, pretty sweet. So what would he want... Yeah, he has a target number of 15 when it comes to small guns. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> so he's hunting, he's hunting rifles. Fucking... So is there something we can give him with that? Like he's got guns, gunslinger? So your agility would have to be 7 though, is it? Uh, agility is oh, 9. Wow. Yeah. At level 2 plus, so you can take this skill right now. When you make an attack with one-handed ranged weapon with a fire rate of 2 or lower, you increase the weapon's damage by another dice per rank. Okay, yeah, because right now he got six damage dice. He got six damage dice on the hunting <laughs> rifle. That would so you get up. a seventh damage dice, and after you roll your location, if you don't like it, you can re-roll it. Oh, that's pretty slick. So re-roll the hit location die. Each time you take this perk, the level requirement increases by four. So okay. you couldn't take this again till level six? Okay, but I guess having an extra da- straight-up extra damage die for any small guns. Especially when 15 is your TN. Like, you're basically yeah. going to get that every roll, yeah. pretty much. So then that, sorry, that was every, any small guns, though, right? Uh, gunslinger with one-handed ranged weapon. One-handed. Yeah. One-handed ranged. Okay, okay. So, so what weapon is he using? He, well, he's rocking a uh, hunting rifle currently, and I feel like, I mean, any of those small guns or hunt, or, or rifles in the small guns... Uh, Table they're going to apply. I'm wondering uh, if uh, rifleman. Oh, there you go. There you go. And your agility's still high, so you still get the damage die. So when you make a ranged attack with any two-handed weapon with a fire rate of two or lower, you add plus one to the weapon's damage per rank. Okay. Do you get to reroll the location die? You do not. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> lame. <laughs> and then if, uh, so at rank two. And it increases by four, so again, you couldn't take this again till level six. At rank two, you also add piercing damage effect or plus one rating of any piercing damage that the weapon already had. <laughs> I like that one. You're still getting the damage die, which was the big deal. You don't get to reload your, your location, but you could yeah. probably with a luck point. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true. Oh, what about uh, any big gun perks? Because I'm, like I'm at rank four, and I could put my one skill point into it, and I'd be at rank five, which is almost maxed out as well. Um, so big guns, and he's you're using. What are you using when you talk big guns? Uh, right now, I have flamer, and it's not. It's it'll, it would it would jump up to a ten for a target number, but so it's unless there's something sweet in there for big guns, but might just take a rifleman. A shotgun surgeon, refractor, rifleman. <laughs> Watch out for that bullet, rifleman. And <laughs> bullet coming from me. And he also, his first perk that he did take was Animal Friend. I don't think I am capable of taking Tier 2 on, on Animal Friend there. Or Rank 2, I should say. So there is better crits. Oh, oh your luck would have to be 9. Oh, Jeez. that's crazy. He's only got a 5 luck. 
Yeah, th- there's not much for uh, big guns at Burks, that's for sure. Hmm. Okay, well, let's rock Rifleman and uh, put... Hmm, where should I put my skill point then? I still, like, because I am rocking a flamer, tempted to just put it into big guns for now? Well, if you're, you're maxed out on your... Uh, small guns. Small guns already, so... It's either sneak is my other tag skill. I'm sneaky as fuck. And melee, yeah, and I mean, Let if we want to... Let me take care of that. <laughs> 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 and then, so, whoa, there's survival that I already have points in, and melee weapons that I already have points in. Other than science and repair, which, you know, goes hand in hand with a robot. <laughs> so, yeah. so maybe I'll go, I'll put one in repair. It is a good idea, because it's your only way to heal. Right. Okay, one point in repair for skill points, and I'll take Rifleman. Rifleman. And that was add one damage dice to two-handed weapons. Yep, and that's per rank. And how many ranks could you take in Rifleman? Oh, just two two ranks. So you can eventually you can have two on there, but you couldn't take it again to level six. But there is room for one more advancement in that perk. Okay. All right, we are all leveled up. And yeah, I think we are ready to go into some light recap. Last episode of Duper Palowski in the Canadian Wasteland. Duper and Woodman had done away with a mother rad beaver and their dam. Mm-hmm. A gigantic dam that was created by these creatures that were cutting down the woods. And I, I remember uh, Woodman dumping a bunch of fuel on the on the the, the dam to yeah start. he like didn't light his flamer and like sprayed <laughs> yeah fuel that's all right over. and then we added damage dice like i think we maxed out his damage dice and i was that. trying to draw their attention so that he wasn't getting hit yeah that's right and yeah it seems you, to be working <laughs> <laughs> you hopped across the river they chased after you and then i had a i was listening back and i had a split decision on whether i wanted these rad beavers to take after trying to put out the flames or chase after you mm-hmm. and i think i rolled on it and they and ended up uh, putting out this, trying to put out the fire. Well, they but, probably got young and all kinds of things inside to yeah, make them want to do yeah. that. Right? And, and it was to, to be learned that once the fire took hold and some of these logs were <laughs> crashing away, inside was the grotesque mother rad beaver with <laughs> babies hanging off her teats. Oh, and, yeah, <laughs> now I remember that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, the fire kept raging, and it was between uh, persistent damage caused by this fire as... Uh, Woodman would continue to do damage with his flamer versus the beavers trying to put it out. So there was a bit of a back and forth mechanic that added and subtracted from the damage to this thing. Ultimately, it uh, ruined the structure enough for it to collapse on that rad beaver. And even though not all the beavers were killed in the encounter, it was enough for Woodman to to feel like as long as the mother's dead, then they shouldn't be able to reproduce as hard and we left the scene and that's where we ended the last session. So as we get into this session, Duper and Woodman are making their way back to the cabin. They 
wanted to, Duper wanted to stop and get some water because I remember you were still thirsty yeah. and, and you were looking for that. Woodman had attempted to get you some water earlier in the day in the morning, <laughs> brought you back some shitty stuff and, uh, and he had to kind of work on, work on it again as and well. Also, I wanted, I wanted to help Woodman so that he'll come with me to this encampment. Yes, yes. And he did agree after you helped him with this thing that he was like, he was in on uh, continuing on with you for a while, but uh, under the promise that he would eventually make his way back and, and do his uh, his uh, sworn duty. To well, because <laughs> I, I kind of manipulated him in saying that there maybe there's military there and you can help them out like oh, you're supposed yes. to. That's right. That's right. You wanted to get him back into the troops and yeah. the army. <laughs> Into the, I guess what's what's like the left? I think it's like the Brotherhood that's the leftover. Yeah, real forces in this in this Other land than any now. Militia, we want to just yeah. make up. Yeah, I know. There's the Gunners. <laughs> there's a Raider <laughs> group. I think is the Gunners though. <laughs> but yeah, so as you guys are making your way back, he's been leading down mostly the same kind of trail and and places that you've been on your way to the dam. Uh, but right now you have a bit of role play as you come up to a, a very s- trickling stream in the middle of this uh, woodwork, very murky water, and it uh, doesn't look very appetizing, but it's the only thing he could direct you to. I'll just still want to fill up whatever skin's like, we'll definitely have to boil this. I think this would make me sick. Well, you wouldn't be that uh, wrong about it. It looks pretty nasty to me. Good thing I don't have to drink it. <laughs> It stinks. Yeah. <laughs> filling up these skins. <laughs> Make a perception survival test of a difficulty zero. Our um, action pool has started out with two action points in each side for the overseer, myself, and the team duper. Wow. Ooh, rolled two 18s, huh? <laughs> starting, starting off, off great, <laughs> just like last like starting time. Starting off strong. <laughs> so with no successes, uh, you're looking around and, yeah, you just see this murky pool. I'm imagining you kind of looking up and down it and there's a rather thick amount of bush too to where you can't really see uh, you know, which way it might meander or what's uh, upstream or downstream. It's quite a thick piece of land here. Just going to try and make me die of thirst, hey? <laughs> uh, well, maybe we should travel a bit further up. Maybe there's like a uh, I don't know another beaver dam where the water's pooling <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i guess it ain't worth the it's still early on in the day see the sun's not even at its highest point as he looks up uh, through the canopy of the trees and you can see like yes it would you guys would have woken up uh, relatively early after his after your healing and, and set out so i think you, it's a little safer to travel when it's darker anyways well that's true that's true even uh, though I, I won't waste too much time but i definitely i, I, I want to see if there's a a better spy, like I'm getting dirt inside the bottle, and he's like shaking it back out. <laughs> well, here I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll keep my eyes peeled as well, and we'll just meander up this way then. And unless you want to take the lead, he kind of would. No, I'll, I'll follow him. He definitely would know the area okay. better, at least. So hopefully, you, he can find something. Do you want him to aid you, or do you want to aid him? Uh, I think he can aid me. Okay, because your survival is a point higher, and I yeah, think you're... And it's a tag skill. Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> so you're already leading into, like, I know how to survive better than you. And yeah, my perception's <laughs> way higher than yours. Is, oh, it's endurance. Endurance, yeah. And my endurance is two points. I'm three points on my target number higher than you on that. Okay, aid me. <laughs> uh, with an 11, so I've got two successes there. Okay, okay. And then his aid, I'm aiming for a 8 or better. 
Oh, nice. It was that 10 and over to the 8. So three successes. Three successes as you two uh, take up the stream. Um, I only imagine Woodman taking the lead here and using his flavor and little spurts to like knock down this bush just enough. Oh, you got to be careful when using fire in the woods. (laughs) As I'm like stepping out fire, like Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, little flames are being left behind you. Look at how you survived this long. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a trial and error sort of thing. I feel like we cusp the hill, and like I see another shed that looks kind of like his, but all the areas torched all around <laughs> it. I used to live there. <laughs> sure enough, as that's exactly what happens with three successes. You, you cusp this hill, just like you said, and and yeah, there's like he's using this flamer, and you're like, well, yeah, that's what happens. You see this fucking uh, hut, and it's not as. Um, Maybe it, it looks like it used to be on stilts, almost like a little ranger's tower where it's just tall enough, even though the canopy's not super high. Uh, but you see like four stilts and half a ladder and most of the structure on the ground and then a bunch of burnt shit around and you find this place. Oh, uh, I wonder what happened here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, well, if I remember correctly, maybe we could find a well around here. Oh, that'd be perfect. Maybe it'd be clean enough just to drink then. And yeah, you, definitely start looking for that. Yeah, and as you guys uh, get into this uh, little zone here, let's roll on some uh, survival perception. And let's not forget about our luck points in the moment as well, because I'm I'm leaning into uh, the scavenging aspect of the game as well. I only got two. <laughs> oh, he's got five. Yeah, Woodman has five here, so I was just looking. You can add a detail to a scene for, uh, you know, I'm going to spend one of his luck points to add this well. Okay. Yeah, as for you. Beauty. So, and then gonna... I want to find, like, any additional containers I can if it's actually good water. So I guess I want to check out the water first. Okay. Yeah, you find this well, and, and sure enough, like, it's all city. Like, a past fire has engulfed the space, and it's like, you know just looks uh, like the paint is peeled and whatnot, but you start to operate it. takes a few pumps to get it primed, but it eventually starts puking out sloshes of water. Uh, at first, they do look murky and brown, and you might be like, ah, crap, but eventually some cleaner water starts to come out of it. I'd like test it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little uh, endurance survival, I think, with a difficulty of zero. Ooh, with uh, two successes. Two successes. Awesome. That's two points for Duper, Team Duper. As uh, you taste this water, you're like, that's pretty, I think that'll I think that do. Like, do you have any uh, extra containers? Uh, I'm basically a container, but uh, I can't really hold water. How about I take a quick gander around and we can see if we can find you something. Okay, he did have two purified waters, so I'm assuming I have two empty bottles. Yeah, yeah, if um, you've uh, used those and... Well, they're crossed out, so I'm going to assume. And I ate my iguana on a stick. Yeah, so you have two empty bottles you can straight up fill up with... Um, what kind of water would you say that is? Um, Not purified, obviously, right? Yeah, it would be... I think it's just referenced as... Equipment? Dirty water. Okay. Yeah, I should have known that. <laughs> dirty water. Yeah, so, there so, is no in-between. Yeah, so with these uh, old uh, two two containers that you already possess, you're able to fill it up with dirty water. Dirty water is water collected from rivers, lakes, swimming pools, and any other unfiltered water source. It's not recommended to drink dirty water without filtering or boiling it, as it contains a fair amount of radiation. 
but water is scarce in some places and the choice of clean water isn't always available. When you consume it, you'll gain 2 HP and roll 1 radiation die. Okay. Um, otherwise, uh, it would be probably a difficulty 1 uh, perception survival to uh, between the two of you. Now you can either, again, get aided or have separate rolls. Uh, to boil water? Uh, to find more containers and such. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, he could always aid me. He's got that 360 vision, but I've got that. So does he have that? He has that same Mr. Handy 360 vision. That would lower the difficulty test by one on any perception. Okay. Was that a, a straight-up handy thing, or was yeah. that a perk that you had? Nope. That's a Mr. Handy thing. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. Then he would be able to find a, it'd be a Should diff- be rating that right up there. Mr. Handy Robot Trait. You have 360-degree vision and improved sensory systems that can detect smells, chemicals, and radiation, reducing the difficulty of perception tests that rely on sight and smell by one. Very nice. <laughs> so it would be a difficulty zero for him? Yeah, it would be for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him roll it up. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a quick look. Uh, you go ahead and quench your thirst there, little guy. Oh, I'm not drinking the dirty water yet. I am. I was hydrated. Go ahead, up. drink up. <laughs> yeah, he's like pushing it in my face. I'll, I'll drink when I need to. And then I'll let you tell me at any given time using your and your uh, new teammate whether you want him to add action points and stuff before tests. Oh, okay. I don't think he needs to. Oh, it's difficulty zero, right? Difficulty so, zero, yeah. But he could get nothing still, or he yeah. could get complications. So. Yeah, take one, because you should be replenishing that thing when you do it anyways. So he's going to buy a D20, and the target number for him is, what did I say, perceptions? Nine Nine. total. Yeah. Come on, nine spots. Ooh, crit. And so that's three successes. So, ooh, good spend. Good spend. (laughs) As three go back into the action pool for Team Duper, and he goes, oh, shit, there's some kind of box over here. As uh, he's kind of digging around a part of the fallen uh, ranger tower and manages to find this metal box uh, that's amongst the wreckage. And you can hear this kind of like, ba-dong, ba-dong. Hey, there's something in here. Maybe we can find something in here. Ding, ba-dong, stop ding. hitting it. And they run over. Is it? Does it look locked or something? Um, let's do the fate chart, I think. Give me. Okay. Ooh, got my, yeah. So Binder I, of dice? I've seen these uh, just showing the camera here that I've found these on Amazon for 50 bucks a piece. I made mine for eight. <laughs> <laughs> You're an ninja dude of motherfuckers. So let's go a 50-50 chance that it is uh, locked. Is that uh, 53? So, no, it is not. Okay. <laughs> As at least you see that it looks seized, like it looks like it's uh, been sitting, or maybe it's crushed a little bit. So it's well, like a from little him hitting it? <laughs> or, or from the wreckage, and maybe there's something on it. Oh, I think I got this. And he pulls out his tire iron that he's been carrying around and nice. tries to pry this thing open. Yeah, he gets in there real. It's uh, easy enough to, like, yeah, pops open. And inside you find a canteen straight away with those successes that you uh, had. And at this point, too, like you can use luck uh, just for listeners that uh, you could use luck to add things like that. Luck is used to shorten time frames as well. But inside, let's roll on a loot table as well. Uh, give me give me 2d20. Add them together. And add them together. Uh, 35. 35. You find, ooh, some preserved Salisbury steak. Nice. Very nice. And um, Some? I, by that, you uh, mean. one. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And for listeners too, like when I'm looking at ran- like this is a, I, I'll be honest in saying this is a very random location for the what's happening here. So that seems like something that you might because it's like preserved too. Yeah, like finding a cooked steak in there might yeah. be a little weird. I in like a, how the dice do that. Yeah, and, and and this is like a ranger station that's come out of nowhere for us in our game. And I'm just leading into like, what would you find in a random box at, yeah. in, the, in this place? So uh, let's do. And sometimes even when you do that and you roll on the chart, does the DM you kind of got to be like, that's probably not real. Roll it again. Yeah. And just don't tell anybody why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they ask, and still just yeah. don't tell. <laughs> okay. And then I feel like as maybe some ammunition would be in there. So roll me two d twenty and see what kind of ammunition oh, might be God, in there. Be useful. <laughs> that is. 19 total. So you find some 10 millimeter ammo, not the worst type of ammo. And with ammo, it's eight plus four damage dice. So I'm going to roll the damage dice for us. And maybe I shouldn't have because I always roll nothing. (laughs) Four dice, got no faces or nothing. If you roll a face, it's one. If you roll, and then there's two, uh, a two sided one and a one spot. So yeah, no, no, no extra. So eight 10 millimeter ammo in there and I think because you got three successes let's do let's do, let's mix it up and give me a chem I feel like a ranger might need to stay awake or something <laughs> you know what I mean maybe just 16 16 ah rad x diluted rad x nice. which definitely comes in handy for the humans so rad x though gives you a resistance to and rad away takes them away right that's correct that's correct you say raid I say rad I say rad. Do you? I said rad. On, on the, on the <laughs> oh, podcast, I was like, Raid away, raid away, yeah. yeah. I was like, rad, rad away. away. Ray, ra- that's rad. <laughs> <laughs> that's rad away. <laughs> You're right, it's probably raid away. No, I was like making a list. Eight, ten million ammo. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Nine rad. <laughs> I'm assuming it's just one again? Yeah, just one diluted. One or some, as uh, Hapo would say. <laughs> some, a couple, a few. <laughs> <laughs> All of them mean one. <laughs> and that's diluted as well for... Yeah, cheater. So as you pop open this box, you find this little loot stash, and uh, well, gee, that was a that's a pretty good find. I I just found us there, didn't I? I yeah, it really is. I, I think this is this is great. But uh, maybe I'll fill up this water, and we should get going. I can boil it at a camp or something. We'll figure it out later. Hey, you're probably right. Uh, you wanted to get you want to get going, don't you? You got some traveling to do, or we have some traveling to do. That's right, partner. All right, well, I think if we just head back, uh, yeah, that way. There we go. (laughs) He's just following the burnt trail back to the the other aspect of it. Um, So you've never been here before? Well, these woods, I mean, they're not really super big, but I've been kind of attributed to this zone. I can't. I was programmed to just do this zone, and when uh, creatures come around, I do away with them so that they don't disrupt the balance or my life. Because it, it just looks like uh, it's it's been pretty burnt here, like you didn't notice it or cause it. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I don't know really what happened. Oh, so many things happened in this neck of the woods, you know. Um, it's been a while since I've traveled over here, yeah. Uh, and you get the impression that he's kind of bullshitting, yeah. <laughs> okay, doesn't matter. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe that'll come in handy, anyways. Yeah, fire is real, real fun. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> Did away with that dam pretty readily. This is true. 
So as the two of you make your way back to the the path that uh, Woodman is most familiar with, it doesn't take too much longer. I think I spoke to it being about an hour or two tops uh, in travel time with that little uh, side step. Uh, unless you want to spend luck point, or actually, I feel like there's action points too that you can spend to cut time, reduce time, two mm-hmm. AP. So if you want to reduce time with two AP, you can. Um, but otherwise, it would be three hours time. Fuck it, let's go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so as an hour and a half, it cuts the time in half. So that whole thing took an hour and a half to uh, do a little uh, side step there, find some stuff perfect use of the action points that's already full up pool and you make it back to the cabin and when you do you find it just as you left it uh, nothing seems out of the ordinary it's and still a little smoke billowing out of it from all the yeah, burning of all that's the right just food. The, the trickle of uh, smoke just still clearing out well uh i mean i think i got everything i need uh and you look around, and you know that it hasn't really been used or touched or anything like that. So you kind of wonder, you know, what else is there? You see the computer in the corner of his hut, and... Did I investigate that at all? No, no, there was never anything I definitely like that. want to investigate that. And maybe I'll put some water on the boil first. Okay. Like, okay. if I already got that, and then I'll just check on... Maybe, uh, can I take a look at that computer? Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, there's not much on there. I don't think there's uh, anything of interest, but yeah, well, you're welcome to it. I'm just going to go do my rounds as I, as I do and make sure everything, all my traps are set and stuff before we go. And you go ahead and do what you need to do. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, maybe uh, just don't light any fires. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> as, he can, as he's just like, I'll do what I want <laughs> as, he, as he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> He's just lighting the pilot yeah, right there. Sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you would go about setting some uh, water on the stove. And I think after your little uh, learning experience from the last time you used the stove, you've managed to figure out how to operate it enough just to boil some water. And uh, it's hooked up to like a, a fuel container maybe that sits outside that's also kind of rusting and stuff like that. But like it, it lights, lights a, a decent flame and you're able to uh, start some water boiling for the time being. Okay, and then I'll head over to that computer and take a look at that. My target numbers are really low on this stuff, but okay. I want to try anyways. Okay, so you get over to the computer and right away you don't like notice any power on uh so we'll just do a quick difficulty one intelligence science my target number is six six i like the idea that he's not super science inclined (laughs) he's just a survivalist he just likes it yeah shiny yeah (laughs) really neat (laughs) oh so close Zero successes. You could obtain information for an action point as well. Okay, I'll try that. That's a neat. That's a neat one. Okay. So having failed on your roll to figure out what turns this thing on, you spend an action point to gain some information from the overseer. The overseer being me, as uh, you have to look a little bit, but you feel like there's. Uh, a pow- like a power source that maybe needs to get turned on elsewhere. You're more familiar with a mechanical aspect of things. Like electronics might be one thing, but like a generator that powers stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, there's got to be, you know, something else that actually powers this thing. You know, you know, you're old enough to know that uh, that exists. So you find a little generator 
outside that uh, you have to turn on first to get this thing to turn on. Okay, fire it up. It takes a couple pumps. <laughs> Backfires a bit and gets going, and you hear the ding as the uh, stuff inside starts to power on, and a couple other yeah, right on. Yeah, the stove is one thing, but the uh, there's a couple other pieces inside the hut that come to life, as well as this like little radio that might have been sitting tucked away under some stuff in the corner, just like dead air radio turns on in the corner and the computer is booting up and when you get inside you can see all uh, a couple like interior lights actually turn on like nice and bright it's not just candlelight you have to refer to anymore this is much better yeah yeah it's like it looks comforting (laughs) and just head back over that computer okay sitting down at the computer once again you kind of wait for it to boot up and start kind of click clacking buttons um eventually hit the right button just this is how i'm imagining him now you can tell me different but um, <laughs> do you want to roll on your uh, bit of competence on it or do you want to this is not going to go well yeah, it'll just be a zero test we'll call it for intelligence uh, science once again ah, shit i'll buy one okay spending an ap on a zero test is never never a bad idea <laughs> to buy a d20 Ooh, oh okay got one okay just one success yeah. Okay, we'll get the one AP back and Good thing I bought it and it's the dice I bought too that gave me the point. Oh I nice, nice. <laughs> you get on this computer and like yeah, it takes you a little bit, but you're like this one and finally click it open. And then after you get it open, you're able to like click you see the arrow keys, blah blah blah. You start clicking down uh, a bunch of journal entries and then near the bottom you see Mr. Gutsy programming and serve and perimeter surveillance as well. Okay, I'm definitely going to click open that. And uh, I, my intent on that would be to try and get him more comfortable with leaving this area. Like okay. if, it's, if it's something that I can just uh, like turn off his perimeter okay. where okay. he's guided to do that and maybe make it easier for him to make these decisions. Okay, yeah. As you uh, go... Giving him more free will. <laughs> yeah. Will. <laughs> yeah, you go down and there's no password really needed in here as if uh, this secluded place isn't really under threat to somebody coming in and hacking into it and fucking with it. Seems like somebody's always stationed here and, and shit like that. So there's no password that you find that comes up and you're able to pull up this uh, menu that allows you to disable perimeter surveillance and and whatnot and it's as easy as a click of a button after that (laughs) as soon as you click the button you hear this wait boy (laughs) as if something just clicked in your newfound friend you can hear him in the distance (laughs) oh this will be much better stop trying to stock up food for nobody yeah as a rotten pile of meat outside <laughs> in this little shed <laughs> like he's a really good hunter too it's just, it's just such a waste yeah just killing animals and not skinning them or nothing just all yeah. right i'll just collect this water and we can get the hell out of here and uh you turn the computer down or shut it down sorry and collect your water inside the shed here do you power it down before you leave oh i'd shut the generator off yeah yeah, yeah. Don't need to start any more fires around here. <laughs> you power down this computer and turn off the uh, generator. And by the time you've done all of this, uh, Woodman has come kind of like beelined back to the cabin. And he goes, oh, 
you know, you know what? I'm ready to go. You know, I don't really want to be here anymore. Can we? Yeah, I am ready to go. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I've got my water all cleaned up. Let's let's uh, let's start this journey. Oh, this is so exciting. I haven't been able to just, you know, be myself. I just it, there was always something just holding me back. You know, it was like I have to be here. I have to be doing this. And now the feeling's just gone. Oh, that's that's great. That's uh, that's awesome and so beneficial. It's weird. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to traveling with you, Duper. I think we're gonna have a great time. Great time. Right on. Right on. I definitely needed somebody watching my back. <laughs> you see the state you found me in. Yeah, I'm sorry about all that again. I mean, uh, my traps are just a little too good, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I should have paid more attention, too. But anyways, I think together we're going to do very well. Oh, well, this is great. That's great. Okay, well, uh, which way do you want to head? Which way do you want to go? And I was already kind of headed in the direction that I wanted to go, right? So, yeah, and you were basically heading north out of the forest. And, I mean, if you're expressing that to him, he'd be like, Oh, oh yeah, I know I know a bit of a path, of, uh, the least path of least resistance, if you know what I mean. We'd be out of the forest in hours' time. Yeah, and with your uh, three big eyes there, I'm sure that you could keep us headed in the right direction, no problem. Yeah, yeah, without any interruptions, I hope. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and as our team heads out of the forested area, it will take an hour's time unless you choose to spend action points, or I think you can do that same sort of thing to do luck points. You can do lots of stuff with luck points, but... Um, yeah, do you wish to use action points for something like that? For what? Sorry, uh, to to leave the forest in a fa at a faster pace. Two Good. more of my points. Were you drinking water when you got to back to the cabin as well? No, I haven't drank water yet. Okay, okay. So just so you know, you've already spent about an hour and a half in the day. I'm going to actually have to round that up to two hours after the boiling of water and and stuff like that. So... So it has been two hours' time, which uh, would drop you down. You're not suffering fatigue points in your thirst just yet, but you would have dropped down to thirsty, I do believe, instead of hydrated. And then how many drinks do you think you get out of a canteen versus a bottle of water? Oh, um, that's a good question. I mean, I know comparatively in D&D &D, there's like five, I think, okay. in, a, in a water skin. So I wouldn't mind like just paralleling that. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah. It would be like three or five, so. I feel like five may be a little bit generous if I'm going to be yeah. honest. Okay, well, let's do three <laughs> then. Three uh, boiled water, basically. So one canteen. It's purified or is there an actual boiled? Because I think it was um, just dirty and pure. Yeah, so I guess you boiled it though. So I'm um, in the book, it just references dirty and purified. But technically, you boiled your dirty water so you could change all of your existing water that you have to boiled. That way we know it's not diseased. Oh, okay. So just boiled? Yeah. And then uh, purified, I, I think, like quenches your thirst better. So instead of one tier of thirst, maybe it does two. I don't think it speaks to drinking. Purified water. Water which has been cleansed of any contaminants or radiation. Sometimes found in sealed cans or bottles in the wasteland, but often produced by taking water from other sources or boiling or filtering it. Locations with water pumps tend to tap into uncontaminated aquifers deep underground, giving them a consistent supply of clean water, highly sought after by survivors in the wasteland. In places where water is scarce, access to purified water is a precious commodity. When consumed, you'll gain 3 HP and no radiation.
No, it doesn't speak to an additional like okay. tier of thirst going. It's so. just you can drink it right away. Yeah, so instead of having to boil it, yeah. So did you want to use an hour's time to leave the forest, or would you like to spend any action points to quicken that? I think I'll leave it. I've only got three left. If I spend two, I've got one. Yeah, we'll stay. We'll, we'll just walk <laughs> instead of teleporting. Okay, so... As you are moving through the forest, you are holding out on, on, you know, drinking right away. You want to, you know, make the most of the water you have. And so your hydrated condition turns into thirsty for the next four hours. And then even after that, you can become dehydrated. And then every eight hours you spend dehydrated, you gain one point of fatigue. So you got like... 12 more hours yeah. before you technically... And I feel like you should be thirsty. You should be hungry. This is a savage land. You yeah. Know? You don't just fucking fill up and, and go. <laughs> and, and always have access to that, too. Yeah. yeah. So being wise and saving your water is great because you know that you are about to travel across uh, a plain, dry plain landscape. Yeah. And as you do break that tree line, I think we'll go on a little bit of a break. Sounds good. A forest is many things. Shady places where you can camp. Good places for picnics, too. Yes, and a home for wildlife. All kinds of wildlife. Timberland for lumber harvest. And grazing land so there'll be meat for dinner. And milk in the morning. Watershed to make sure you'll get water when you turn the tap on at home. A forest is sure a lot of things. Yes, but let a little fire get started. Catch on. Destroy. And your forest is nothing. Nothing for anybody. You have so many reasons to protect your forests. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Okay, we're back into it. Back as... in <laughs> Every time you say that, it pops in my head. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> back, 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 back. <laughs> as Woodman and Duper have broken the tree line and are now faced with the rolling hills of, what is it, like middle of Alberta? Because there's quite a bit of the northern Alberta. Is mm-hmm. it considered northern Alberta by Edmonton here? No, I don't think so. I think you got to be left. Like Fort McMurray is like northern. northern Alberta. Okay, that makes sense to me too. As the rolling prairies are before you, um, you're making your way to St. Alberto's, this settlement on the northwest side of Edmonton, where you hope to gain some favors in equipment and uh, know-how and locations to where you might be able to settle down and and feel safe for a long time. You've only really traveled due to word of mouth from other places you've been. I think we spoke to you you starting closer to Cowtown or Calgary in Mm -hmm. central Alberta there. So do you feel like you spent some, we've already established you spent some time in a different city. Is it safe to say Cowtown would have been where that is? Yeah, or there's like uh, along the way too, Airdrie, Red Deer, all right. that stuff coming down. Yeah, yeah. Red Deer almost strikes me yeah. as being closer to where my mind started. <laughs> it's already full of criminals. Yeah. 
Just kidding, Red Deer. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> but seriously, clean your shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so you've already been traveling for quite a bit. And it's, you know, now you're really getting into more and more activity as you realize like the the animal the wildlife may be more instead of just rad stags and mole rats you're you're starting to fear for like bears and shit like that on your way up north um and the farther north you go you know that it's more secluded from the rest of the world because of its uh like the bush you're in bush life and stuff so being a bit of a farm boy do you feel like uh this is all rings true or do you at any point in this campaign here you could say like I think I want to be a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely never have I ever wanted to be a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we're going to determine weather next. So roll me a, a D12. Ooh, this thing will rocket out of here, I bet. Yo. Oh, <laughs> jumped right out. With a one. With a one. So as you're hitting the prairies and it's like getting to noon and like a bit of the heat of the day is is getting in there and there's like a a mist though that is rolling very low on on the prairies this this afternoon as you start your trek well it's a little warm out for a mist don't you think yeah i guess so but you know what it gives us a little bit of cover too i think oh that and amongst everyone else (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong well, I suppose if, you know what, Duper, it's uh, the forest was kind of my place, so I think it's I think it's all you from here on out on this bit. I haven't been away from home in a long time. All right, well, there's lots to learn out here for sure, but just keep your eyes peeled, <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> he just mimics your laugh a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so as you take down these rolling hills... We will, I mean, you're basically just like kind of headed north using the sun to uh, direct yourself. Let's roll a endurance survival or, hmm, just thinking. You know what? Let's roll a single D6 as we're, you know, you tell like you tell me what pace do you think you would be traveling at first? Like, I mean, maybe getting excited because he knows he's getting closer. Okay. Um, and then the cover of the mist kind of makes you more confident, is what yeah, you're thinking? Yeah, because I know, like, I could dip and hide pretty well. Like, yeah, <laughs> as okay. much as I like this, Mr. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, to say that you'd be traveling a little faster pace yeah, than normal. Yeah, Okay, roll me 2d6, and we'll see if you get any effects on those 2d6. Let's use these shiny, shiny green ones you got here. Okay, you're you're safe as these random encounter checks that we, we use on in between and travel time anything could happen on the wasteland mm-hmm. but as you are traveling we'll say there your first hour of travel unless again you want to spend action points but the first hour of travel you're rolling through this mist it's like an eerie quiet there's no wind the sun is in the sky and it's a you know clouds here and there but i only imagine like the the ambience should reflect this in the future here but it's got that Fallout 3 feel to it where everything's just got that little tinge of green to it on this mist as well as you're, as you're moving through it. And your uh, Mr. Gutsy goes, oh, even though this mist has got this weird 
feel too out of um, I'm happy to report that I don't see any or feel any radiation coming at us. Oh, good. I was wondering that myself. I don't like to see a color like that in the sky. Oh, it just seems to get worse and worse every year. All right. Well, let's keep on going then. I, I, we're not that far. I mean, it's it's far, but I've been traveling a long time to get here. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'll keep our eyes peeled. And he, I've almost imagined this Mr. Gutsy floating just below the uh, mist, and his eyes are the only thing above the mist. Every <laughs> <laughs> once in a while, and. As you get a bit farther, you see a small, wild herd of Brahmin in the distance. Oh, man, one of those could feed us for, feed me for days. That's true. You, you, uh, you humans do need a lot of meat. I know that all too well. Maybe, like, one of the ones off to the side, we could, uh, you know, your, your rifleman there. Maybe you could uh, drop one of those bad boys for me. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. And so you both get into position to gun down this uh, Brahmin uh, as Woodman takes out his hunting rifle. And he's like, mm-hmm, the equivalent of licking his lips as he aims down the, the, the rifle barrel here. You hear this small, like a, a small clash of thunder just like in this like clear blue sky. And then a column of water just like starts raining down uh, right on top of this, this fucking thing. Just raining, just weird wasteland raining down just on this one Brahmin and goes (laughs) this weird gurgle comes radiating out of it in the moment and he's like what the hell what the hell is all that (laughs) maybe don't kill that one (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so weird that is very weird (laughs) okay well that one's a bit farther away I don't know and you could see, like, in, in, in the full range of weaponry here, he would have been another zone away, and he's a medium range, so it's a, a far a far range to hit the other one at your current position. Well, let's head a little bit closer. I want to make sure we get it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That's fucking weird, though. <laughs> as, uh, as you move in through the mist, you're creating this, like, wisps and this trail behind you of open air as the mist spreads for you. You reposition yourself all the while. This water's just... Soaking this Brahmin, and uh, as it does, the the Brahmin, you get like almost a bit closer to it to see it a little clearer, and it's starting to like like bubble, like radiation damage. And as this Brahmin moves, it like the strangely the water just keeps following the Brahmin, and eventually these like radiated sores just form under its hide and start popping and grossly like destroying this Brahmin in the moment. Oh jeez, I definitely don't want to eat that one. <laughs> That is disgusting. It's like cooking it. Ugh. Yeah, and, and sure enough, it's like sizzling and bubbling, and before long, it's all this painful scream as it drops to the ground, and the rain stops. What the hell? I think I got a shot. <laughs> Take it. As he spends the action point. Sure. Okay. Ooh, let's see. So... Wondering about uh, Sneak, being that uh, you're far enough away, this Brahmin doesn't see it coming. I just wanted to see what rule we could reference in regards to that. Sneak attacks. If the enemy is unaware of you before you attack, the difficulty to attack them is reduced by one to a minimum of zero. And your attack gains the vicious damage effect if it did not already have it. 
or the damage is increased by 2 damage die if it already has the vicious damage effect. If the difficulty to hit your opponent is 0, you do not need to roll to hit them, but you may still decide to do so, generating action points and complications as normal. Okay, so the defense of this creature is 1, so it is a difficulty 0 test. Um, I would still spend it. Still spend that action yeah. point to get a third and it's dice. Your tag, is it a tag skill for you? Yeah, it's my tag yeah. skill, and my TN is 15 on yeah. it, so it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, okay, so one, two, three, four successes, uh, which it was a zero, so four to fill up that action pool. You want to roll the damage dice? How many? Uh, seven. Because you get a plus one from your thing, right? Yeah, and my then, new perk. So the vicious one gives you two more, though? Uh, vicious. So, yeah, if you roll an effect, uh, it'll be one for the effect and then one more because it's vicious. Okay. So it'll be te technically a two shot for any face faces on the die. Could be a wicked shot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, where does it hit it? Oh, and you! Do you oh, you don't get to re-roll this. I was like, ah, you get to re-roll this too. <laughs> Left, Left arm, arm. Of, a, of a Brahmin, if you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I only imagine this shot. He's like, I think I got it, and it just, <laughs> just shot rings out into the across the prairie, and blows clean through this Brahmin as it exit wound. Uh, on this left arm, we'll call it, or this leg, it goes clean through the chest and pff, blows out the front um, shoulder, if you will, as it pff, echoes through the prairie, just <laughs> drops this Brahmin in one shot. And the other Brahmin take off, the herd kind of takes yeah. off after the shot rings out. Yeah. Like, wow, hey, that was some crack shot, man. <laughs> oh, geez, that, that was a good shot, wasn't it? <laughs> Not the best I've ever done, but that was pretty good. Holy shit. <laughs> And killed it in one shot because it has nine HP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like running up. Oh, yeah. So um, running up and using butchery. Scavengers can butcher a dead Brahmin with a successful endurance plus survival test with yes. a difficulty of zero. This yields one portion of Brahmin meat and two uncommon materials. So last time I think it was the same. Okay, so yeah, I'll go and I'll do that as I get up to it. You know what? It's a difficulty zero, so I'm going to... Buy a die to make sure I don't <laughs> fuck this up. Oh, wow. Still high on everything. Yeah, and that is... It's still an 11. Whew. I'm going to spend another luck point. <sighs> <laughs> and that's to re-roll a d20, right? Well, it's a difficulty zero anyways, but I'm going to re-roll this one. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So two successes. <laughs> two successes. Wow. With, uh, yeah, filling up that action pool, two successes. You get one portion of Brahmin meat and two uncommon material. Brahmin meat. A slab of meat from the two-headed mutant cattle that roam the wastelands. Not massively dissimilar to beef from before the war, though somewhat radioactive due to coming from a mutant animal. This can be cooked to produce a ribeye steak. When cooked to create a ribeye steak, you can heal 10 HP and roll no radiation die. Nice. Love ribeye. I just wanted to see if there's any special properties to ribeye. Grilled piece of meat, closest thing to pre-war steak, just a satisfying meal. Yeah, so no special properties from what it's showing me. Shot a whole Brahmin cow and got one steak oh, out of it. You can heal 10 HP eating it. Nice. Yeah, so there's like HP healed to all this food. 
that we haven't been utilizing in the other yeah. stream. Well, I, I was full when I was eating before, or I would have brought it up, but... Oh, okay. Because I, I know in, like, all the games, too, when you eat, you get in. You end up yeah. having to eat, like, the shittiest stuff just to survive. <laughs> like. Yeah, and taking that rad, right? Yeah. Oh, and it's ir- irradiated, and then it's got a, a dice to add for irradiation. But if you cook it, there's none. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I cool. knew that was the difference. Okay, I'm going to have to start employing that in the other stream. So after Duper, you, yeah, you get after this Brahmin and you manage to slice off these huge, nice pieces of meat. And I only imagine these animals being, like, pretty skinny. So yeah. like, that's why you only really get a good couple slabs, if you will. Yep. Technically Bones only one on slab. Outside. Yeah, you get one portion of this, like, big ribeye steak if for a future use. All right. Wow, you're pretty good with that knife, little boy. Yeah, I still got to get better. You wouldn't believe how much I waste. Well, I don't know if this mist is going to leave us anytime soon, but perhaps we should keep moving. Yeah, I agree. I don't like it. What if that stuff rains down on us? I mean, you'll be fine. I've got this rad X that I'll have ready just in case. Yeah, I mean, it still could, I mean, it could damage my armor if we're not careful, but where the hell do you think that come from? That was so weird. I, I... I couldn't... I've never seen anything like that. You know what? It followed uh, the cow. When I was in the army, they used to talk about aliens. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's just uh, keep on going and hope it's not aliens. <laughs> and as you continue on your walk, he goes, yeah, and uh, and they used to control the weather and have all sorts of crazy shit, and he starts going on and on and on as you're, <laughs> as you're uh, traveling. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting in my head a little bit, like, oh, I don't have any other explanation. <laughs> and uh, a few more hours would go by on this long trek. Eventually the mist kind of like, as you go down, it gets thicker. As you come back up, it gets thinner. As it's a very low-lying thing. Some some points of it, you're totally encapsulated, but you kind of just keep marching forward. And because of the scarcity of any you know other landmarks and stuff, not much goes on. Or the occasional like, literally like boulder, like huge boulder in the middle of nowhere, uh, as actually exists in Alberta from time to time. Yeah, I might actually spend some AP to get through... Uh, okay. That fog without getting, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Say taking an, the next three hours and cutting it back down to an hour and a half, and put the mark there. So one, two, four more hours would have uh, went by. So your thirsty would now become. And uh, I'd pull out and have a drink at that point. Okay. So keeping uh, your dehydrated at bay, taking a, a single drink to uh, keep you at thirsty for another four hours. You are becoming peckish as well. Uh, peckish I can deal with. And you would be peckish, I believe, for... I think it's pretty... Eight hours? Uh, peckish for eight hours, yeah. And after these four hours go by, you're looking at f- about, you know, 4 p.m. to hour knowledge, and the mist starts to clear, and you hear the sound of a larger source of running water, almost like a, a proper river. You cusp a hill, keeping low to this like rather tall grass. I feel like in the you know this future scape that all of this wild grass is actually grow like pretty tall. So you're able to like duck down at any given point to observe and move forward and observe, move forward in your sneakiness. Um, give me a sneak check between the two of you here. We'll do just a pretty much a difficulty zero. Actually, you know what? Um, there will be something to this. So. In uh, in the grass, 
Oh, so uh, you have my ghost perk? Yeah, you will, yeah. Was that nine for me? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, with four successes on a tagged skill. How many did I need? Or is it just difficulty zero? Um, because, uh, well, I, I guess I won't speak to it. Because oh, so. I'm just wondering about EP on that. Oh, I see. Um, I mean, I got success. Yeah, you you can fill it up. Yeah, you can fill up your action pool. So I can. So I'll, I'll speak to it for the viewers and stuff too. The, the way we play here, I was rolling for somebody else, and they got I assumed. they got zero successes. <laughs> so that meant that means anything they got uh, would have just been in the bank pretty well. And holding on to the four successes, I think uh, our Mister Handy character has to roll it as well. Now he doesn't have ghost. And no other perks that would aid in his thing. Do you want me to give him a die? Yeah, take a die. We'll use action points here. He needed a... Was that agility sneak? That's pretty good. 13 or better. Yeah, so he's got so, two successes. Not tagged or tagged? Uh, tagged, yeah. Oh, wow. Four yeah. more successes. <laughs> so, yeah, between four and three for Duper and Woodman. So as a group, you would just use the lowest pretty much as they're traveling together yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, that makes the most sense for yeah. sure. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah. <laughs> so the two of you cusp the, the, the next hill, and immediately as you're climbing the hill, you get to the top, and you see a large jutting rock face uh, coming that uh, starts to form the edge of a riverbank. It goes up rather high, a good 30, 40, 50 feet up into the air as it, this large rock formation juts out and actually cantilevers over the, the river itself. The ground that it's made of sparkles in the sun with a rainbow of different colors, just periodic clusters that are inside the rock's face. As your eyes start to drift down duper, you're first to see a lovely young lady washing in the river below. It, uh, I'll let you tell me how you feel about that, but I don't imagine Duper gets a lot of that sort of opportunity in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you, you, you know, instinctively, you know, you're sneaking, you dump. As soon as you see somebody, you've, like, kind of ducked down in the grass, Just I think. hide it. behind that tree for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you in a bit. <laughs> Uh, no, he would definitely, uh, like, he f I feel like he's seen enough that uh, he doesn't trust that for one minute. Like, right. Right away, he's looking like, why would she be out there by, by herself? Yeah, yeah. You know, washing, it just seems like a very opportunistic trap yeah. scenario right. to him. So so as you're observing, and uh, Woodman here, he goes, oh, there's someone in the river. <laughs> I see that. You know what? Maybe just have your rifle ready, and I'll sneak up for a closer look. You're right. Okay, I'll get close. Don't shoot unless you see. Unless, <laughs> unless you get the signal from me. Okay, okay. And you see him just kind of take a bit of a flanking position, kind of rolls slowly with his flamer. Uh, you holding on to that three successes as he does. This uh, young lady in like you know half of her armor as if she's down at the river wash and you can as you're observing you can see like you're close enough to see uh like a long dark hair with a uh, a darker complexion to her washing her gear by the river and just enjoying the sun and as your eye you can hear 
a call out from the rock face above. You, your eyes go back up to this rock face and you see a figure come to the edge of the rock. Uh, and then you start to notice like multiple ropes are hanging down off the rock face as well. And some of them are like almost leading, being like being led so that the ropes can be closer to the rock face. And you see a trickle of smoke now, like ever so faintly, as if it was a, a fire located on the like on the plateau above, and a figure comes to the top of this rock and and calls down, Bermuda, don't spend too long down there. There's creatures afoot. Do I feel like he's referring to us? Like, do I have an insight on that? How can I do that? Uh, referring to you? Oh, yeah. creatures afoot. Yeah. Um, you don't get the impression that it's like they've spotted something. It's just like. A, ge- a general, like, oh, okay. uh, cautious calling, if you will. I'm protecting yeah. the woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's, like, washing her armor, shaking yeah. her head. And you could see, like, in that, like, her, her weapons are off to her, like, off to the bank on the side, very casually just, like, uh, down here. Um, how long do you spend observing? Um, not long, and I feel like if I was going to approach when she is not fully in her armor would probably be safer for me than than waiting and knowing I have him protecting me and I think he can see me and her like we have kind of a plan in place okay. so I'll, I'll make my approach just excuse me as you as you call out my glasses <laughs> fixing up my I'll say you're like you're a decent 30 feet or better away I'll call it uh, I'll call it a, a medium range at the moment as you call out, uh, you're at the top of this hill looking down. She immediately, like, stops and, like, does one of these, like, arm crossing a little bit, even though she has, like, a, a light top on, and turns around and, like, very quickly, like, goes to reach for her, is about to reach for her gun in the moment. And I'd, like, put my hands up. Whoa, 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 settle down. Uh, it's just, uh, not from around here. She, and she stops and looks for a, a long moment before, like, well, well, who are you then? What are you doing here? I am Mr. Pulowski. <laughs> and uh, I've been, uh, I heard that there's an encampment up this way that's um, safer than the rest of the world right now. She kind of hesitates and she slowly about, yeah, well, maybe there is and maybe there isn't. And she's starting to like kind of grab a few things and, and put them back on. Maybe like, maybe even like holding, staying close, like guns at her feet. But you've, you know, made a, made a good gesture. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna grab a gun and force a child to leave, then I, I, I would just leave. You don't have to do that. Uh, give me a charisma. Oh, it's not a strong point. <laughs> charisma barter, and with a difficulty of one. So that's a five total. I'll buy one. All right. Ooh. Oh. Success nice. on tag skill. Nice, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> that scene that hit that eight, yeah, eleven, five. Yeah, rolled from the eighteenth <laughs> to the five. There. So as you, you know, she she goes, well, okay. Uh, how old are you? I'm sixteen. He lies and adds a year. <laughs> <laughs> she, she for another long moment. Um, do you like uh, go uh, any closer? I or? would keep casually walking as long as she's not grabbing a weapon okay. actively. Okay. She, um, yeah, she eventually leans down and like slowly grabs it, and you can see her immediately like go put it, go to put it in her holster, and then uh, Miss Woodman comes. Uh, you could, you could, you know, Woodman has been, but he's just like, 
doing what he told what you told him to do and just kind of stay in there just floating in the in the grass off to the side yeah so, so what brings a young and like you around here and like when they get when you get closer you can tell that she's like 20 like a okay. bit a bit Not older that than you. much older though crush age if you will <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> very much like the babysitter of the game. i'm uh like I said, I'm just looking for a safer place, sir. I've, uh, you know, and just in the last week, I've almost died twice. Like, so is there a camp out here, or is there not? Well, then we have a settlement, settlement just up there, and she's not taking her eyes off of you at all. And, you know, are you traveling by yourself out here? I, I was, but I recently met a new friend. A new friend, huh? Well, if uh, if either of you mean no harm, then there might be, you know, some uh, some some folk up in the settlement that uh, could serve you. Well, yeah, if I could, you know, get some gear, stuff like that, make my journey a little safer for sure. And then I'll just like kind of motion for him to come in and not not shoot, <laughs> like, <laughs> just like it's okay. <laughs> As he, and as you motion for Woodman to come out of, of hiding, he's got the rifle in his hands. Hey, there, I'm Woodman. Uh, he's basically harmless, but he does like fire, but I've told him to be more careful. <laughs> fire, robot, robots? Oh, um, I, I don't know about any, any robots. And uh, she goes, hey, here, come, come this way, before they see, before they see. And she leads you into like a, a bit of a, a dip or a valley between some of the the hills here, away from the river. And as you're moving away, and Woodman's following in, in tow, you can hear the like Bermuda. What's taking so long? <laughs> <laughs> what's your name again, Mister Pulowski? Mister Pulowski. Mister Pulowski. That's uh, quite the uh, title for a young man like well, yourself. D- D- Duper is my uh, first name. Duper. Uh, well, I guess it's no secret now that I'm Bermuda. Yeah, I heard that. It's a beautiful name. <laughs> well, thank thank you. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. And you can tell now that like some of her under uh, under armor, if you will, is uh, got it's a very patchwork vault suit. It's got blue and and some of the even part of the number is like patched in as if it got slashed and patched in really roughly. So you can't make out what number would have been on the back as and whatever. But uh, you notice that it's got like this patchwork vault suit under uh, leather armors and stuff as she's uh, put that back on. So you've been traveling the plains for how long? Since I can remember. And you've recently met a robot. Yeah, he saved my life. But he did also almost kill me. It's kind of even, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> you sound really interesting, Duper. I think that um, we, could, we could do something for you here at Brave Rock. And why do they hate robots? What's the problem? Uh, they're a bit more traditional up there. Uh, robots have their uses, I suppose, but... We've had some bad experiences in the past, and they tend not to trust them, I guess. But me, I, I, I find a lot of interest in, in, in them, and I uh, secretly tinker. That's why I didn't really turn you away. I, I'm, not, I'm not one of them, exactly. I was taken in a while back, if you will. Oh, because I've heard of this, and he, he has. I'm trying to remember. But he heard of 
uh, a settlement near St. Alberto? <laughs> Is that what um, I, th- I feel like, yeah, I mean, you would know settlements exist like all across the waste, but I don't know if we've spoken to anything near and it's you don't know north. if you're, yeah, you don't yeah. know if you're even near St. Alberto's at the moment, but. Yeah, I just know that it, the further north, the less bad it gets. And I'm, I'm sure that there's an encampment up there. Well, I think you have a lot of traveling to go. I mean, Dedmonton's not even... I mean, you still have miles to travel before you even get to Dedmonton. Oh. Yeah, I've heard of that place before. Why we stick stick to the river. I mean, it provides, and if we can do away with the beasts that uh, you know, try to try to get us here, then we, we, we exist. There's not many of us up there, but... We have a, a quite an interesting resource here on the cliffs. Yeah, what is the shiny stuff there? Uh, the uh, the, uh, the elders would have uh, referred to it as am- amylite. It's uh, quite a, a special few properties they've managed to uh, work with it. What do they make with it? Well, they they've managed to uh, use a, a chemistry process to you know boost boost perceptions of, of the world around us and. You know, they they pair that with a, a few of uh, their older teachings, like really old teachings, some from before the war, and combined they can you know keep somebody sharp for a very long time. Huh. Hopefully they could spare some of that. I mean, if uh, it's it's dangerous dangerous enough to to harvest it from the cliff, so I feel like if you're prepared to get some for yourself, they'd probably be fine to mix you up a batch. But uh, how are you doing? And she looks about you, and I feel like you're 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 a gaunt, you know, build, and as as a whole, like surviving on the cusp for a very long time. Mm. It's not like you're a beefy, healthy boy, but uh, you know, you look like you've seen better days. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. That's the dream, right? (laughs) Yes, I I suppose. I suppose you're right. Um, You know, Bermuda, Bermuda. Oh, uh, we we should be getting back. Um, now, I'd, I'd, I'd be more than happy to uh, escort you up there with me, but I don't know about your friend here. Woodman, are you going to be all right for a bit? I don't want these guys to harm you. Well, gee, I, I suppose I could hang about uh, as long as uh, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't. Where do you expect me to stay? I guess I could float around over there some. Or... Yeah, and if anything goes wrong, just. Just fire your rifle up in the air and I'll come running. <laughs> okay, Duper. I trust you. But don't be too long. Oh, maybe came check, come check up on me in a tick. Uh, yeah, well do. Well do, for sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to follow her. <laughs> oh, Duper. Don't get into any trouble up there. Them humans, I tell you, they're all the same. I know. And as the two of you take uh, up the hill and to this settlement, um, before before that, Bermuda speaks to to Woodman, and he goes, you are something special, aren't you? Oh, oh, oh maybe a Mr. Uh, Mr. Gutsy by the look of some of this chipped paint. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, they put me up in the woods for a tick, and he kind of starts telling the story of, of what he's done. Oh, okay, well, there'll be lots of time to talk in, in the subsequent hours here, but I gotta, we gotta check in. We gotta check in. Oh, yeah, sorry, I get, I get my mouth moving a little bit, and you both uh, take off into the to the settlement. It takes a wide berth down the river a bit before you can start climbing back up the slope to, to Brave Rock, the settlement of Brave Rock.
however you've decided to consume our content, whether that be strictly in audio form here on the podcast or experiencing us in full color on our Twitch or YouTube channels, we thank you for supporting the show. Remember to leave a rate and review when you can and come say hi sometime during a live stream. Hit those follow and subscribe buttons and never miss an episode. There's lots to look forward to, and we can't wait to see how it all plays out.